We're getting ready for week nine of the NFL season. This is PFI Picks presented by 888 Sport, the official betting partner of the NFL in Ireland and the UK. Uh, Michael McQuaid, delighted to be joined as always by Michaela Fagan. Michaela, uh, we, we get set for for week nine. First time there's a game in Germany. Um, hard to believe we're about to enter the double digits of the season. I, I think we say this every week, but it needs to slow down a wee bit. It does, yeah. I think this weekend was um, a great weekend in terms of games. You know, um, a few things happened as well that were newsworthy. You know, Kirk Cousins is apparently might be out for the season. You know, Will Levis started his first game and balled out. Uh, the Chiefs lost to the Broncos, which I don't think anyone saw coming. So it was a very entertaining weekend. Yeah, and happy Friday to everybody on the podcast as well. Uh, look, looking forward to it. It's the first game in Germany ever this week on Sunday. The, the Chiefs play the Dolphins, and it's going to be a very, very exciting thing. And um, Just in terms of the game itself, the game starts at 2.30. It's on Sky Sports. But in terms of the betting odds, um, the Dolphins at the minute, at the time of recording, are not the favourites. They're plus 2.5 on the spread. The over and under is 50.5, and, and the money line is five to four for the Dolphins, four to six for the Chiefs, who are favourite at minus two and a half on the spread. Um, I guess, Michaela, just first off, you know, Chiefs coming off a, a disappointing loss in Denver, but I think personally they'll be okay. Like, you know, Mahomes have flu, a cold apparently. One can only imagine what that is. You've got certain people on my social media earlier on this week on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday saying that they'd like to have a receiver by the trade deadline. And... Um, they didn't win against Denver. I expect them to come back against the Dolphins. Um, the only way I'm saying I'm not really sure on how this game goes is because the Dolphins come in early. I feel like after winning against New England, they could really put them, put a sort of a a really motivational factor for them. But I just don't know. I don't, I don't know how to call this game in terms of who's going to win. I like the over at 50 and a half. I think it's going to be a, an electric game. Uh, so give me the over. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I think what you were telling me on Monday morning football that, you know, the Chiefs aren't coming in until Thursday night, Friday morning, and the Miami Dolphins are are coming in earlier. Um, I think that is going to play an aspect because it did play a huge significance, I think, in that Bills, um, Jaguars game, the Jaguars were there. A week longer than the or the Bills, and um, the Bills didn't play very well, um. So I think that will have an effect, um. I think the Dolphins as well will look at you know the Chiefs to the Broncos and being like, look, if the Chiefs can lose to the Broncos, you know we can definitely beat them. We're one of the best teams in the AFC, um. So I would actually kind of prefer picking the Dolphins not only because I think they're playing better at the moment but because their odds um are better they're the underdog um in this well it's I wouldn't call any team in this matchup an underdog they're both evenly matched um but in terms of 888 sport Miami Dolphins are the underdogs so I would go ahead and put them on the money line they're five to four um, that's what I would go with if I was betting on this game. But it's a tough one to call. But just in terms of the odds and what team is playing better, I am going to go with Miami. In terms of, I'll, I'll put my Broncos hat on for a second. Yes, gave up 70 points against the Dolphins in Miami. Not good. Potentially a record there. 
almost not good at all. Uh, definitely a team record. Um, and then talking about any given Sunday, held the Chiefs to nine points, two interceptions, two forced fumbles on the day, and zero touchdowns allowed. I would read a lot, and just from watching, I watched a bit of coaches film, um, this week on that game. I don't think Mahomes was fully fit in terms of his readiness for the game, and I, I would hope many people would hope that he's been wrapped in cotton wool over the next few days. I don't really agree with the whole call of. You know, get him another receiver. He's got Rice there. He's got Kelsey there, among many other. I just don't see. They also tried for McCall Hartman, didn't they? Is is top class? They really shut down the Broncos a lot during the game, and I think it was a testament to how well the Broncos played on both sides of the ball last week. So I don't know. I think it's one of those things. I I, I think the neutral in me wants it to be a close game. I think it'll be a very close game. Uh, I just can't call it at the moment. I am leaning towards the Chiefs winning the game because it's Germany and they've got marketing rights there and it'll be nuts if they don't. But genuinely, though, I think Mahomes will be buoyed. We, we, we've seen not just in the quarterback series on Netflix, but just among many times even before that in his career where he's even potentially been doubted just that wee bit. He's come back the next week and shut people up. So it's 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 a big game because if if Miami were to... To win that game, they obviously get one up on Kansas City, but they also go ahead one in the rankings, and it's massive. Um, and if the Chiefs win that game, they go ahead in the West even more. So it's it's a massive game. It's a massive game regardless of this of where it is or who's playing in it. But definitely looking forward to it. And um, so if you do see us in Germany at the weekend, folks, please please do say hello. Uh, right, you're going to look at Tampa against Houston this weekend. Houston, um. I thought they were a wee bit unlucky against Carolina last week, to be fair, um, in terms of how they lost the game. I like both the Panthers and how the Texans have sort of started their campaigns with rookie quarterbacks, two very different teams in terms of, in terms of directions. But um, you've got Baker going up here against the Houston Texans. What's your thoughts on this, Michaela? Yeah, I'm very surprised looking at this and seeing that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are underdogs. Like, I know... Um, they haven't played well the last few games. I know they've lost um the last couple of games, but you know, I am really high on the on the Texans as well. I think they've surprised me surprised me this season, um, how well they've played. Um, you know, I didn't think they were gonna do as well as they did. I think CJ Stroud is playing very well. I think they've made a good pick in him. At the moment, I think he's the better pick over Bryce Young just because he's actually come into the Houston Texans and has won games and the Carolina Panthers have only won one game yesterday. You know, I don't rate Frank Reich as a coach either. But, you know, looking at the Buccaneers, the Buccaneers were playing very well until, you know, they they started to lose a couple of games. You know, they lost to the Lions, which is fair enough. The Lions are one of the best up-and-coming teams um, they also the Falcons by a field goal. You know the Falcons can be hit and miss sometimes. Sometimes they'll surprisingly win, or sometimes they'll surprisingly lose. They also the Bills, which was expected. So this is their next game. Um, looking at Baker Mayfield's stats, you know against the Bills he was two hundred thirty-seven yards, two touchdowns, didn't throw an interception. You know the at the Bills you look at Josh Allen. Josh Allen was two TDs, one interception. So Baker didn't have a bad game. Um, so I think they're gonna come into the, the the Texans. I actually think they're gonna they're gonna put it up against them. I think they're gonna have a great game and get back into winning ways. Um, and especially if you look at the odds, they're at uh, the underdog. So 
um, they're plus 2.5 in the spread, um, 23 to 20 on the money line. So I've gone ahead and I've changed the spread for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to be minus two and a half. That brings them up to 29 to 20. So basically, you put five euro on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus two and a half, you'll get 12 euro back, which I think is very good value. This is why I love the NFL, because I personally think, as I put this stream full screen back, I think the Texans will beat the Buccaneers at home on Sunday. I think they had a poor game against the Panthers. Panthers were dead last in the league in terms of rushing yards allowed. Texans did not exploit it whatsoever. I think they had an average of three yards per carry. Um, the reality is, in this in the game against the Falcons and in the game against the Panthers on week eight last week, the Texans' defense couldn't get it over the line for the team. I think one thing that the Panthers were very good at was stopping the Texans' offense get down the field. And when you've got guys like Tank Dell, when you've got guys like Neil Collins, CJ Stroud is going to have a really good opportunity at home, in my opinion, against Tampa Bay to sort of rewrite the wrongs here. It just seems like a sort of game where I can circle Houston to get a win. Um, I agree with what you're saying about Baker Mayfield against Buffalo. That was a really poor Thursday night game. I, I thought that the Bucs would bring a little bit more to the table. Uh, and they almost did it. Like, they almost won the game at the end of it. But it just it wasn't great. And you feel like they're stuttering a wee bit. I think this is a game where, you know, if either team wins, we're going into week nine the sort of storylines from either side just go because Houston had a lot of optimism after getting four wins and Tampa Bay had a lot of optimism whenever they were winning tight games. They lose to Atlanta, lose to Buffalo. If they lose to Houston, I think they could be in trouble in terms of people starting to get a wee bit angsty. Um, I like the over at 38 and a half. I think in the game that the Texans will put up two to three scores and, and, and the Bucks will keep them tight enough and, um, but I'll take the Texans minus two and a half in the handicap. I like it. I like the Texans offense and I think they're going places. So put me on the CJ Stroud army if, if people like it. Um, yeah, that's me. That's my one. Uh, right. Okay. I'm going to look at, this is the problem with Germany next week. There's some really, really good games. Mikhail. Like Sunday night football is the Bills and the Bengals. Um, a Bills team that have stuttered since London, to say the least. They stuttered in London. Um, came in late. Didn't play well. And they have not really played well since. You know, I was talking about the Bucs a second ago. The Bills have not really performed well in the last three to four weeks. They've been poor on their offense in terms of, yes, their EPA was good throughout weeks five to seven. It wasn't great in week eight. The team itself are minus two, or the, the Bengals are minus two and a half in the handicap. The Bills are two and a half plus on the spread. The over-under is 47 and a half. I don't like the over-under in this game. But I do like the Bengals and the money line of three to four on. I think the way that the Bengals went to Levi Stadium in week eight and performed against the Bills, I think the Bengals get the win and I think the Bengals start to make a march in the AFC. What say if you? This is the big Sunday night football game, Michael. Massive. It is. And I wish I it was on earlier, even the nine o'clock slot, because you know what I'm like? I can't I can't stay up for the later games. It's a I shame. Have, you have to inject yourself a coffee this week. I, it's, I it, know. It, I honestly, have this to. could really turn... Like if Buffalo win this game, any negativity, even like some of the stuff I just mentioned, it turns. But if the Bengals were to lose this game after winning in that fashion last week, it's unthinkable almost. Yeah, I think the Bengals are starting to make a big turnaround. And I think the Bills are just kind of like, there's something about the Bills this season. Like I know they started much better than the Bengals and and stuff like that. But it's kind of like, I like the way the Bell the Bengals have won three in a row and they've bet the San Francisco 49ers because the Bengals and the 49ers 
could potentially, I think you said, if you said at the start of the season, could be the Super Bowl, you wouldn't bat an eyelid. But, you know, the Bills are kind of like, they'll win one and then they'll lose one and, and stuff like that. So I think the trajectory of the Bengals, it's that's on the Bengals' side to win this game. Um, To be safe, though, because it's one of those games, you know, it's kind of like the Chiefs-Dolphins, you don't know. It's literally a coin flip. Um, so what I'm going to do, if I was betting this game, I would up the over-under um, to 50 and a half and I'd go, it'd go over 50 and a half points. Um, that's five to four. So if you put five euro on that, you get 11 euro back. I think that's good odds. I think there will be over 50 points in the game. So I would go ahead and do that. Or over, Every- I think there'll be over 50 and a half. So there should be 51-ish points. Every week's difference uh, in the league, and we we we've seen that with every team. There's weeks where teams go out and do amazing. There's t- t- weeks where teams go out and do awful. You know the Bengals went into the bye one of the worst offenses in the league. Luana Rumo holding the Niners to only twenty points on the defense on S- Sunday last week was was a sensational performance. And I think when you add that in, that optimism, that sort of go forward into a home game in Cincinnati, I, th- I think they beat the Bills, and I think it's a comfortable win. First game, uh, the Bill, the Bills and the Bengals have played each other in Cincinnati since the Demar Hamlin incident. Also, great to see him do so well. I wish him continued success going forward. Um, okay, what's what's the next game? One look at me, I'm actually very. I'm looking at this thing. I know we were kind. Of, I was kind of saying I might look at the Cardinals, but at Browns, but I'm not going to do that because um, I always say the Browns won't win, and I'm actually very surprised that they were. I think they were four and. Their record was four and two yesterday before they played Seattle, so now it's four and three. But I still think that's you know a good record. The Cardinals, I think the it's weird. The Cardinals are playing well, but they're not winning. If that makes sense, like and that's what a backup quarterback. So like who threw a terrible interception yesterday, just overthrew his open receiver to uh, to the defender who wasn't even near the receiver. But you know, I think. If they draft a quarterback or trade for a quarterback, I think they'll be a very dangerous team next year. But again, I'm going to look at, I'm not going to look at them, but I'm going to look at the Rams and the Packers because the Rams are the underdog, which I think is surprising against the Packers because the Packers have only won two games this season. I know the Rams aren't playing like a team that have won the Super Bowl two years ago. Um, actually, that's kind of dodgy of Stafford's so out, actually, isn't it? Stafford might be out, but if well, the back, Packers were. Like, the Packers were awful on Sunday. Did the Packers time. were awful against the Vikings, but like and they I, were I, like they were very very poor. Like offensively, they get nothing done. I mean, the game is in Green Bay. I think that was that that will be what they have going for them. But we've seen previously when the Rams have got players down and out, it depends. And obviously, at the time we're recording, we're, we're recording this on a, a Wednesday afternoon. We're we're not sure in terms of where the situation where is with Stafford is. Uh, Matthew Stafford, but certainly. When you look at the Rams, Michaela, and when you see the sort of players that they have around them, you would presume that they could definitely give it a go. Brett Rippon, as a Broncos fan, I've seen Brett a few times play. <laughs> like, look, I wouldn't say he's the best out there at all, but he could definitely get a job done in the sense of if they rely on the run game. Um, I'm I'm really struggling to see how I could pick either team here. I don't like the I don't like the over in this game though. I mean, are, are we in agreement on that? Yeah, I don't think I think the overs forty and a half. I don't think it'll be a high scoring game at all. I think they'll pro- probably both score like in the teens. Like, you know, it could be like eighteen, twelve or something. But I'm it's hard because I, I didn't like the backup quarterback that came in yesterday for the Rams. But, 
you know, I think if Stafford can pull through that home injury and he can play next week, I would have I'd be picking the Rams all day long. I'd be up in the they're currently the underdog, so they're plus two and a half. Um on the handicap, I would take that down to minus two and a half for the Rams. I think they could easily beat the the Green Bay Packers at um with field goal because the Packers just aren't playing well at all. So that goes that ups the odds to thirteen to ten minus two and a half for the Los Angeles Rams. You put five year on that, you get eleven fifty back. So that's what I'd be doing. Obviously, depending on if Matthew Stafford's fit. Um, the last game we're going to look at is a game that is the last game of the week, and it's the Chargers going up against the New York Jets in New Jersey on Monday Night Football. In terms of the spread and the betting, the spread is minus two and a half in favor of the Chargers. The Jets are plus two and a half in the spread at 17 to 20. The over and under is 42 and a half in the game, and the Chargers are just about favored. Um, I'm going to take the Jets to win this game on Monday night. I think the team and the crowd will get them over the line on Monday night. I was watching some tape from their game against the Giants on Sunday, and while it was a poor game, defensively, the team done the job. The, te- the team done what they needed to do. Um, I've seen Zach Wilson get an awful lot of hate on social media over the last two weeks, and I've seen three plays in which there was a 0.0.1 second of a play where Zach Wilson had to make defined decisions inside the pocket and he got the ball out and some of the passes that he found in the game yes over 60 minutes it wasn't average averagely acceptable in certain situations but as a young quarterback who's come into the league at a very very young age he's still learning i think the combination of both zach wilson the run game the offensive prowess and the defensive standout performers that they have i think they'll shut up the chargers because the chargers are up and down like a yo-yo uh, and certainly for me, I, I look, I'll, I'll take the Jets on Monday night. I think the defense for the Jets have just been really, really, really good. Like, honest to God, apart from a couple of penalties against the Giants when it shouldn't have happened, they were standouts against the Eagles. I'll take a Monday night crowd in New Jersey to beat the Chargers and beat Justin Herbert because it's the most charged thing ever that happens, but more so... Um, I seen a tweet yesterday, or I think it was on. It might have been on Monday. I'm not sure if it was on Tuesday, but I seen a tweet earlier on this week, Michaela, that if Aaron Rodgers has a situation where this Jets team has won eight games by the second or third week in December, he will come back. We've seen him last week on the Sunday being able to move more after that injury. Something tells me Zach Wilson and the Jets are going to get it over the line on Monday Night Football. Bring it on. I don't know, Michael. I was kind of looking at them on red zone and, you know, they they barely bet the Giants and the Giants are a really, really poor team with a guy. Really, really poor game overall. Like, it was really... Yeah, it was like, if you had decided to watch that game because it was a New York derby, a New York City derby, then I feel sorry for you because it was absolutely appalling of a game. You know, the Giants had some guy called DeVito play that quarterback. Um, and, you know, the Jets... Definitely had the better quarterback in Zach Wilson, but they still, they should have lost the game. The kicker for the Giants lost the Giants the game. He missed a field goal from about 30 yards out and they would have won the game by six points because then the Jets would have needed a touchdown. But because the New York Giants kicker missed the, the field goal in the last 30 seconds and the, the Jets only need to march down the field and get a field goal. Like, fair enough to bring it to overtime. Fair enough to... Zach Wilson, he got them down to the field goal range. They got the field goal, but they shouldn't have won the game. I don't think. I think the Jet, oh, the Giants should have won it. It was down to the kicker missing the kick. Um, and for you to be losing to the Giants when you have a really, really good 
defense, a really good offense, except for the quarterback. I think that's a red flag. Um, but in saying that, I don't rate the Chargers. I even had the Chicago Bears beating the Chargers last week. So the game's in MetLife, is it? Game is in MetLife. I, I, I would say that for any Jets fans or Giants fans listening for me, um, I think the Jets gave the Giants too much defense at certain points, but there still was some good signs. I I personally think that like even at that field goal had it went over, we see like Zach Wilson was clutch in that apart from scoring a touchdown. Some of the passes in that drive to get the ball down the field were class. Now I know there were flags and it was on the Giants' fault, but people will argue, and I will argue through their hilt, that sometimes teams need a break. And the Jets have had a lot of hard luck this season. Yes, the Giants played well, but they're not a good football team. And sometimes you just need that luck to get over the line. And I feel like over the course of this week leading up until today on Friday, that Robert Sala would have been sitting with his defense and giving them dogs abuse and wrecking them, trying to get them ready for this game. Because realistically, to win this game, they're gonna have to break up Herbert. They're gonna have to break up Justin Herbert. They're gonna have to stop the run game. The run game wasn't that effective against Chicago for on, on Sunday night football. So mm. we will see. I don't um, I don't I don't think this is a game between quarterbacks because if you were to put Herbert up against Wilson, it's gonna be Herbert all day. I think this is gonna be a game between the head coaches. It's gonna be Robert Salah versus Brandon Staley. We all know who's better. I'm I think I prefer the Chargers. I think Herbert's a much better quarterback. I think overall the Chargers should be a better team. They're just not playing like a and um, they should realistically be challenging the Kansas City Chiefs for the AFC West, but they just haven't with Brandon Staley. So I reckon it's gonna happen. I do think the Jets are gonna win, even though I don't rate the Jets at all. I think the Jets will win, and I think Brandon Staley will be sacked. Okay, that's us for the week, folks. PFI picks presented by Eight 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 Sport, the official betting partner of the NFL in the UK and Ireland. Michael McQueen, Michaela Fagan. Remember, folks, eighteen plus. Please do be gamble aware, and uh, what, whatever you're betting on this weekend, please only bet what you can afford. Enjoy Germany if you're there, and uh, Michael, I will chat to you next week, folks. Thank you so much for your time.